Welcome to yet another edition of the Midnight Blue and Gold Launchpad Podcast. I'm Rockin' Ryan Brandt, joined to my left this time. He's usually sitting on my right, but we have a new configuration here. Gotta switch it up. Sitting on my left is the one, the only, Pat Jillick, a.k.a. PJ Thriller or PJ Spiller, whichever, whoever you're talking to. Whichever you'd like to go with is fine. And we do have a special guest tonight, but before we get to that, let's go to our mailbag here and uh, let's read this letter we got from a fan. He said, that guy who was on the last time with you, I think his name's Kyle W. Smith. What a cool guy he must be. I bet you his relatives are really cool, and it's signed Dave in Huron. So, Dave, thanks for listening, and uh, <laughs> maybe get Leslie to listen as well. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to our special guest. He's the one, the only, the old four fibers, we like to call him Keith Dunbar. Well, it's nice to be here. Thank you. Welcome, Keith. I'm glad you're not particular who you hang out with on a Wednesday night. No, I'm definitely not particular. Just hang out with anybody. So this is a guy for you people that are our age or maybe 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 about 10 years younger. If you're a big Rockets fan, you may remember him. Number 45 played for the Rockets from the uh, three-time letter winner, I should say, 85, 86, and 87. Led the team in sacks back in 1986. And he took uh, an unconventional way to play on Bancroft Street, but we'll get to that in a moment. But Keith is from Delta and a longtime Rocket fan. And Keith, so the first time you were recruited, that wasn't the first time you set foot on campus. You were there a few times before that. Yeah, no, I grew up a Rockets fan. My dad, mom took us to games, basketball, football. So we had uh, definitely had the foundation watching them on uh, basketball and football and one of the local channels. But uh, yeah, I can remember going to basketball games in the late 70s, and it was sold out. And a good story, I know, uh, I think I told you before, is my mom. I think she, uh, my brother, my mom, maybe a friend, my mom dropped us off in front of Centennial Hall. You know, tickets were sparse, so we go up and we see it sold out. And, of course, hell, I don't know how old we are, probably 10, 11, 12, 13. And so we knock on the door. A guy comes and says, we don't have any more tickets. I said, well, mom, my mom dropped us off. <laughs> you know, she probably went shopping or, you know, Yeah, there's no way to get a hold of Yeah, you know, A few young kids out there listening, there's no cell phones back then. You just yeah. had, to, you had to figure out a time when you were going to meet and that you were. Totally, totally. At the mercy of that. Totally dangerous. Yes, that's right. <laughs> So the guy understood our uh, situation, and uh, I think there was three of us, maybe four, and he, he'd say, well, come here, come here. He's an old cantankerous sort. And, uh, kind of like we are now. Actually reminds me a lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he drags oh, us over to the, the closet, and he says, grab a chair. And uh, <laughs> so we grabbed the chair, and uh, he says, he follows us and says, go all the way up to the top, put your chair down. Because at the top of uh, Centennial Hall, there was a walkway. Yeah. So you could you could you could you could put a folding chair up there. So we watched it. So we watched the game, and um, you know the Rockets were one. I'm sure Dick Miller probably uh, won the game for us, like always. But, oh uh, yeah, Dick Miller, old number thirty three from Milwaukee, oh, Wisconsin, yeah. oh, Thomas yeah. Moore High School. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well there you go. So we were never afraid. I think it was sold out a couple times over the next yeah. couple of years. We probably did that five times, and that guy oh. finally was like, I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> "That's cool." So, yeah. Young whippersnapper coming in here. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool, though. What a, yeah, what a nice no, first memory. Yeah, so it's great. I played uh, for the Rockets, and I was a fan. So I, uh, you know, and I'm still a fan, as you guys know. We go uh-huh. to the games and yeah, yeah, them. Kind of a dream come true. Let's go back to your high school career. You were quite the accomplished, not only football, but basketball player playing for the old Delta Bulldogs. And 
all state in both. I mean, that's a pretty great accomplishment. Well, thank you. Kind words. Um, but uh, Delta Panthers. Oh, Panthers. Jeez, Swanton Bulldogs. I'm sorry. Let's, let's not confuse the oh, two young men. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's, you just lost. I'm so glad many I'm sitting points. across the table yeah. and I'll get my ass kicked. You Pat's, just lost so many points. Dude. Pat's getting up and leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> So yeah. sorry about all our listeners over in Delta. I was just checking to see if Keith knew what his high school alma mater, you know, nickname was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I, I did. I played basketball and a little baseball, football, and um, I always thought myself as a basketball player, being taller, six four, and whatnot, and just always played basketball. But always played football too. But um, and then uh, I think my junior year, my coach in football said that uh, you know you're going to probably get some D one offers, you know. And um, that surprised me, and I did. He was right. He was he was a good guy, obviously, and really helped me out. You know, he, I didn't know anything. I was a you know green small school. My gosh, you know, yeah, it was a tiny small, school, such a small school. So. How many in your graduating class? Probably, a, I think we had a big graduating class of 110. Okay, for yeah. Delta. So, so yeah. back then you're probably double A. Yeah, 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 we were double A, and we, uh, but we played big schools in basketball. Like I played against Hobson a couple times. And, oh wow! And we, when we went to the city, and we had a good schedule because my basketball coach wanted to schedule the best, and and our football schedule was always tough too. We played in a good league, so we, I, I was, we were playing good football, but our school was small. We didn't, we didn't have the weight room and stuff like that. So I was, I was really, you know, kind of always behind in the weight room, but. Um, and what did you play in football? Were you defensive end back then? I was a linebacker in high yeah. school and a tight end. Okay. And um, started three-year starter in basketball and football and, you know, the whole the whole deal. But, you know, my height and my size, you know, caught the attention. So I got offers, and it was nice. I mean, it was great because, you know, What were your dimensions in the, your senior year? <laughs> my dimensions were six foot four, and, um, man, I, uh, I probably was uh, – 215 pounds my senior year at linebacker rangy you know mm-hmm. and played every down tired got to college I thought, hey, well, that's easy playing one way you know yeah. one way and a couple <laughs> special teams you know that's nothing compared to not coming off the field in high school so right i never that never uh it was tough but uh, yeah it was great i mean i love i had a great high school experience good good school and tell us a little bit about your recruiting process what happened uh yeah to get you into college. Uh, well, I, you know, I didn't know anything. I mean, I guess nobody does. But my head coach, Randy Lindermoot, uh, took care of all that, you know, and kind of guided me through because we were lucky at, at Delta back in the 70s. We had three guys, believe it or not, you're not going to believe this, but three guys out of our backfield went to Clemson. And, uh, and the head coach went to Clemson. That's unbelievable. So our wow. head coach is part of that staff. So he kind of knew a little bit about stuff. But... You know, the coaches would come in, we'd watch film together, and they'd come to my basketball games, and, um, you know, a lot of Mac schools, and then the bigger schools would come in, you know, um, Michigan State, Tennessee, Kentucky, um, Michigan, um, kind of forget, um, not Ohio State, but a lot of Mac schools would come through, and, you know, it was neat, they'd, they'd come to basketball practice and watch you play, and See what kind of athlete you were. See, yeah, and see what was going on. They come to my games. Coach Simrell came to one of my basketball games. I always thought that was that was neat. Always liked him, obviously. Um, right. But he came to a game, and um, Coach Curtis did, and uh, the coach, the the guy who recruited me at Tennessee, George Katavolis, came to one of my games. I think he saw me on a Friday and stayed that night to watch me play. Hmm. And then um, 
and then a couple others did. So that was always neat. And on the road too, I remember at Swanton there was a bunch of coaches there because we were playing uh, Swanton, and I think they had a, a prospect, and so it was kind of neat. But yeah, yeah, it was a good days. And then Tennessee hit the hit the button for you. Went down there. Uh, was set to go to Toledo. Um, always wanted to play Toledo, of course, you know. But you know, young kid, I don't know. I I think um, I went to Tennessee on a rec- on a recruiting trip for a weekend. It was like uh, I tell you, it uh, I had a meeting with Coach Majors and my my the guy who recruited me, Coach Catavolos, was a really nice guy. He only stayed at Tennessee for a year. Then went to the Colts, but um, cool. but he. Uh, you know, I don't know if all fell in place. And actually, a big fan of mine at um, in Delta was a Tennessee Volunteer fan, Bill Atkins. And he, and when he and me when, he, when I told him Tennessee offered me, he almost hit the floor. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe I, but I only stayed there one full year. And the last week I was there, I decided to leave. So I must I didn't like it that much. Right. But but your time there obviously taught you something. Yeah, it taught me. Well, I can remember driving down um, with my mom and my girlfriend, and we stopped at. Um, I'm not kidding you. We stopped at a store, and uh, Sport Magazine, and um, that was a gas station or something on the top. On this, it was our pick for uh, number one in the nation, University of Tennessee Volunteers. Oh well, this is nice. You know, I thought <laughs> I knew we were going to be good, but they're picking us to be number one. Wow! wow. So I didn't know how good we were. I knew the SEC was good, but. But we 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 didn't finish number one in the country, but uh, it was a good experience. It was, I mean, world class athletes. I I just I got lots of memories at Toledo too. I mean, professional players that I played with, and for sure. Did you play with any Tennessee players that went well, on to the NFL? Yeah, I mean, one or the two. Whole, the whole team. The yeah. whole team. <laughs> yeah, the whole much. team. Reggie White was uh, the defensive uh, tackle. He was all right. He was all right. He played a little bit. I had me playing scout team uh, tight end, so I uh, I had to go against him, and he take it easy on me. But uh, (laughs) they're everybody. I mean, you know, um, Tim McGee, um, uh, uh, Mark Studaway, um, Charles Davis, who's on TV now, um, uh, Carl Zander, Too Hot to Handle, Randall Morris, uh, everybody. (laughs) Nice. They all were in the uh, lobby. on uh, draft day, uh, waiting for phone calls at, in our athletic dorm. So it was wow. kind of neat. And all nice guys. That's awesome. That's great. And then you said on your last day, you decided to to call it a day and come back home. Well, after spring ball, you know, weird. Now you're bringing back some memories. Jeez. <laughs> when I was at spring ball, can you imagine how I, how I, uh, I was in the middle of spring practice and I'm getting my ankles taped and um, in our Athletic training room walks Ron Curtis, our uh, the guy who recruited me to Toledo. Wow! And um, of course, great guy. And, yeah. Um, I'm like, what in the heck is going on? He's not. But he's down there just uh, learning how to learning how we stop the option because there's a lot of option in the SEC. And uh, we talked a little bit. And he came out and he watched two or three days of our spring practice. <clears throat> and I was thinking about transferring anyway. So when I saw him, I, I put a call in um, after spring ball when I was really sure, and then um, I arranged it to uh get my get to get released from my scholarship and i went to uh then i and i i got the hell out of there I never never thought i i, I just never even looked back yeah you well, can't do when you make a decision like that you go you for it just cut ties and rip the band-aid off yep exactly <laughs> and yeah ron curtis remember when we had our low power tv show on back in the day that's ron right. was one of our uh, one of our guests that's right he was one of our defensive guests. coordinator for the rockets back mm-hmm. in uh 
uh, probably from the late mm-hmm. 70s to the late 80s, right? Always had good defenses. When I was in UT, we grown up, I mean, he, we had great defenses when I was there. We had we were injured in offense, but, man, believe me, believe yeah. me, we, we could play defense. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, turnover margin always led to Mac and one we of the had, top yeah. teams in the country in that. We, I don't even think – I think we got – we had. I think we gave up a lot of points this one time, Northern Illinois, probably my junior or senior year. We gave up a lot to them, that triple option they had. And, uh, Stacy Robinson, quarterback? Uh, no, Marshall, uh, some guy. But, I mean, it was cold and rainy and icy. But he – I mean, he always had us prepared. You know, all those coaches did at Toledo. Right. So talk about – your um, your first experience coming back home, back to Toledo, the redshirt year was 1984, correct? Yes. And that was the year the Rockets went out to mm-hmm. California for their second Cowboy appearance in, yep. in four years. Great Rocket football team. So, yeah, there were some good players on that team. Oh, heck yeah, man. I mean, Brent Williams is second to none. He mm. actually reminds me of uh, Reggie. I got to Toledo, I thought, oh, there's Reggie White, you know. Right. It turns out he, he played, what, 10 years in the NFL? Yeah. What yeah. a stud yep. he was, Brent Williams. And there's a bunch of players. Of course, Bob Beamer. And heck, yep. in the defensive end group, let's see, we had um, we had just – we had Bob, I come in as – it'd be my second year to sit out, but we had Bob Beamer, uh, Wayne Jones, and Steve Hoyt. They all could have played anywhere in the country. They were really good. And there's probably another guy I forget. But those three, you know, no wonder we had good defense because they, right. they were they were ball players. And Bob played in the NFL. I think Steve might have been injured a little bit. And Wayne, he probably just got bored with football. He was so good. <laughs> <laughs> just a step above. There you go. There you go. But, yeah, well, I mean, there, yeah, there we had other players. A.J. Sager was a heck of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just got beat up. Pitched uh, in the major leagues. Yeah, and he was a good he was a good thrower. We just got beat up a little bit at running back uh, my senior year and and quarterback and and uh, it was tough. It was tough for the coaches and fans and of course us. So you sit out your that, that transfer year in 1984, mm-hmm. and in your first game in '85, I want to say was that at Arizona? Yes. And you guys hung tough with a. Uh, yeah. Back then, pack. I guess it would have been a Pac-10 team back then. Yeah, we played defense. I think. Uh, we, we dropped a punt. Our punter uh, dropped the ball and gave him an easy touchdown. And then our defense. I didn't. I just played special teams. I don't think I. I don't think I played it down on defense because you know I, well there was Waynard and Bob and uh, I think Steve Hoyt. So those you know but uh, yeah that was a good game. Uh, we they did move the ball on us. Believe me, you know they had to earn it. Right. So what what are some of your fond memories of playing at Toledo back in the? Back in the mid '80s, I mean, I mean that was right in our our wheelhouse. Pat and I were both there, and we remember seeing old number forty five down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Um, well, I mean, um, going to Florida State. I think the first game I started my junior year was at Florida State. Deion Sanders and um, I played over a guy Pat Tomberlin, and they, we they beat us by maybe twenty one zip or my dream. Yeah, I think it's twenty four nothing. Twenty four nothing. Recovered a fumble. Had a couple nice plays, I mean, but defense again, but offense couldn't get it rolling. But, yeah, Florida State, Miami of Florida, Arizona. We um, we beat a good Wichita State team twice. In fact, I think the second time we beat them my junior year, we beat them here 30-13 to 13 or something. Yep, that's exactly what it was. Was it? I just remember the next day in the paper, the coach says, well, uh, it's kind of a slap in the face, but I think he says something, well, if we can't beat Toledo, you know, something or another. And I thought, you, you know, oh, we beat geez. you two years, thumped them two years in a row. Right. 
And that was their last year, I think. I think it was. Yeah, we put them out of business. (laughs) Kicked their ass out of business. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the Bowling Green games were nice. They were always close, and um, but yeah, just being a Rocket man, you know, and, and playing for Coach Simmer and all my teammates and and um, people I I still hang out with. Right. I mean, I didn't know you then, but it's yep. neat because we have some common experiences. Yeah, you know? for sure. Right, yeah, guys absolutely. like uh, you know Doug Spidel, Tony Herschel, guys like that. that oh uh, yeah, good players, man. In. Just good, solid, big, strong dudes. You know that could still play. Right. Today's game. Yeah, and you ever, you ever think about going out and suiting up again? <laughs> that would be an impossibility. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So after, upon graduation, I know what you did, but the people in podcast land don't. Talk about what you did upon graduation and uh, and go from there. I became a teacher, coach, and I did that for about 20 years, coach. And then uh, these, I retired uh, this year, last spring. And so, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I was an educator and loved it. Did well and and um, coached basketball, football, and fast pitch softball. So I um, I, I, it was a good decision. I uh, I think I was just built to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I love to coach. So right, and right now you have a, a young grandson. That's uh, it takes up a lot of your time, but a lot of fun time. Oh my goodness gracious! Yes, Jack and my son Tyler and Jack are. Like twins. I call Jack Tyler and Tyler Jack. <laughs> the only thing that. different is their height, probably. Their height, yes. Their height. I have trouble with the same with having three daughters, and I know Ryan has the the same, the same. and you start to call one of them, and you're like, oh, man, I know it's the wrong name, geez. Well, <laughs> I, our, even our dog starts with the letter A, so yeah. I'll call yeah, Aubrey, Athena, and vice versa. Yeah, all your kids are named with A's, yeah, so it's... More A's than I had in four years of college. Exactly. Not, not really kidding, either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about your coaching and, and your, your love of the game, and I'm going to bring up something that's current with the Rockets right now. We just saw today that... Jason Candle turned down the uh, offensive coordinator position at Miami of Florida, uh, where he was offered, I believe, one point six million, which would have given a little bit of a raise. But but then you don't have income tax in the state of Florida. Exactly. So your thoughts on that, gentlemen? Go, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was looking at you, Keith. He said, "Gentlemen." Uh, <laughs> I, I I think he said, "Gentleman." <laughs> <laughs> Singular, not plural. <laughs> well, hey, I'm I uh, I bleed blue and gold, so um, my expectations are high, and um, I want the Rockets to win each and every year. I'm probably uh, unrealistic, but it, uh, if Coach Candle wants to be a Rocket and he turns that money down, good for him. That means he wants to be here, and uh, I think he can do it. I think he's got some horses coming back. I know we were losing Colback, right? Right. Colback, yep. we lost and, uh, maybe Tyson Anderson, uh, yeah. Womack, and then yeah. uh, who's the guy that transferred to Wisconsin? Uh, uh, um, yeah. The other yeah. cornerback. Justin Clark. Yeah. Justin Clark, the other cornerback. But he's got horses. He put this team together. So um, here's what I think. Here's what's going to happen. Um, he's got a good staff. He's got a good defensive staff. And I think uh, next year they're going to be even better. And I think um, uh, Ohio State better be on alert because uh, Coach Candle, uh, you back a guy in the corner, he wasn't real happy with this year. Everybody knows it. We're not happy. He wasn't happy. Right. He knows what the hell's going on. So um, you got some of those guys on defense, um, you know, Hines and um, 
Uh, I can't name them all, but uh, there's some dogs out there. And you've so. got the, the linebackers are coming on strong, too. Yeah, which he's got nice. some dogs. Yeah. He's, he knows what he's doing. He's coming back, and, you know, Toledo's a good place. I mean, you know, he's probably, I don't know what he's doing, but he's probably got um, a nice set up here in Toledo. So, um, you know, good luck to him. Hey, yeah. I support him. Absolutely. For sure. Right, right. I mean, there's been a lot of frustration, but, you know, it was nice to see that he turned that down and he's dedicated to the program. Yeah, a lot of times I see the glass half full, um, but, um, you know, I also know college football. It's mm. tough to win, and um, it, it is. It's just tough to win. You know, that, that Notre Dame game this year, it, I'm, it just, it, you know, mm-hmm. it took a lot out of us. That Colorado State game, I hated to see it, but it happened, and, you know, it was, it's, you, know, it was, he, you know, it wasn't a good year. Yeah. He'll say that. He's not happy oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, sure. But um, I think, I think it's, they're all going to come back, and, and um, I think that quarterback has got talent. And if he doesn't, I think there's a guy behind him. So right. I, think, uh, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I think, I think things are looking up for the quarterback position uh, now that they've solidified it with, dish, with um, Dequan Finn, Dequan Finn and, and Carter Bradley leaving so you don't have that. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, and somebody's Somebody looking, looking over, over the shoulder, shoulder yeah. the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Well, so I think that'll give Finn some more confidence, and he—you could see it towards the end of the season that he came on, and the offensive line—they got some younger guys in there that they didn't have at the beginning of the season, and it started to gel a little bit and gave him a little bit more time. So hopefully, the offense will come around a little bit more, and you yeah. know, hopefully, they need, they need three or four linemen. Yeah, for sure. Right. Right. And while we're on the topic, at the time of this podcast taping, sorry, didn't mean to pound the table there. I'm not Khrushchev or anything. I didn't take my shoe off. Um, Rockets 14 and 4, 6 and 1 in the MAC. And I have a big game coming up on uh, Friday night against OU, first versus second place. I mean, you know, this is a, a different team than last year. A lot of people are thinking, including yours truly, I admit it, when Marion Jackson transferred to Arizona State, I'm thinking, man, they're going to be, they're not going to have a good season. But all of a sudden, this is a this is a pretty good team. Oh, I agree. I think um, coach puts together a starting five like not too many other coaches, and um, that's about it. And, <laughs> <laughs> as past as the past has shown us, he usually musters together seven guys. This year, he's probably five and a half. I shouldn't say that, but uh, he's he's got a fun team, man. I'm telling you, those five guys, Ryan Rollins. He's I, I mean, I, I'm a love the Rocket basketball team. I always go to the games. And, yeah, and um, but. Uh, you know, I they're fun to watch. They're playing defense like never before, and they got five studs that start. I mean, I love them all. I mean, they're just a joy to watch. Yeah, I mean Ryan Rollins, and then you've got Shoemate, who's the other night stud, went just a monster out from outside. He went off the other night, and I think he scored thirty. Um, and then you've got a couple of a couple of uh, guys off the bench that can fill in nicely, but. You're right. They are they are a fun team to watch. Well, Shoemate's an athlete. Oh, absolutely. He's a D two guy, but you know, I don't know how he you know how, how he you, slipped coach, through the fingers. Coach got him. Good job. But he's just he can do it. He don't have any weakness. Right. Name any name a weakness. Yeah. He's a great defender. He's a great shooter. He he, he passes the ball nice. Yeah. I mean, he's if he was six nine, no, he'd be, <laughs> he'd be uh, playing at UCLA or something. Exactly. Right. Right. But, well, I think we covered just about everything we could possibly cover. Is there anything you uh, you want to throw out yet? You want arm wrestle? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> For a uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. There you go. PBR me, ASAP. Well, we, Keith, we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule on a, on a Wednesday night to come up here and uh, hang out with us and, uh, you know, talk rocket history and rocket sports. And uh, 
Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, it's been a great. It's going to been a great pleasure to have you with us, and uh, look forward to the upcoming uh, March Ma- March tournament. Madness tournament appearance. Exactly. That's right. First time since 1980. I can smell it right now. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan and Pat. Absolutely. Thank you, Keith. All right. On behalf of Kyle W. Smith, I'm Rocket Ryan Brandt. And I am Pat Jilly, a.k.a. P.J. Spiller. Or Thriller, whichever, <laughs> whichever whoever you're, you're talking to. Have a great <laughs> night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Go Rockets.